So here is the big question. How do entrepreneurs like us who started sales or direct selling or network marketing, how did we start our journey but now feel stuck, feel like we're struggling or we can't level up to where we want to be, where we know we can be? How do we break through and prove everybody wrong, wrong. show ourselves that we are successful and show ourselves that we can win? That is the big question. And this is the podcast that will give you the answers. My name is Lisa Hawker, and this is Direct AF Sales. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Direct AF. I am super pleased to have my my mentor, my dear friend, my coach, my hotel room buddy, <laughs> all of the things that, uh, that this woman is to me, I haven't really yet been able to communicate to her. So hopefully she'll hear the love in my voice as I introduce Joan Robison to you guys. I am really excited for you all to hear her story, to listen to her wisdom, and to follow her on Instagram and Facebook, all the social media platforms, and of course, Head to joanrobison.com, J-O-A-N-R-O-B-I-S-O-N.com. You're going to want to tune in there for so many things, including, but not limited to, her new coaching course that she's going to be launching, woo, July 6th. Joan, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Gosh, I'm doing so good. And thank you, Lisa, for inviting me on your show. It's amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. So I want to share with the audience how we met. But first, I just want you to introduce yourself a bit. Talk about how you left a really solid, amazing job um, for that jump, that leap of faith into network marketing. Oh, gosh. Well, you know, first off, I just have to say, when you said that hotel room buddy and how we met, boy, that I can't wait for you to share with the crowd, because this is one of the things that I absolutely love about network marketing is the kind of people that I've met along the way. And of course, one of those being you and you and I clicked and connected so quickly and have already been making memories and doing all kinds of fun things and even have some fun things planned for this summer. But the jump. Okay, let me let me just lay that out. So gosh, it was back in 2001, literally was on my way home from Nordstrom. I loved working there. It was one of the, the best jobs I would say that I've ever had. I loved working with the people. It was fun to work in a company that was cutting edge and known for its amazing service. However, at home sat a little six-year-old boy that had just started kindergarten. And um, then there was me, a single mom at the time, and would get home and be so tired. And he was ready to see mom and do all the kind of things that little boys want to do. And I joke around and say I was a two-page turner mom, right? I would go to bed and read a story and like skip a page. Well, got to a point where that wasn't really fun anymore. And I recognized that I wanted to really claim back 
some time and I didn't want to miss these precious moments. And the fact that I was a single mom, I didn't want that to be the reason why not. In fact, I wanted it to be the reason why. And as I look back in those days, you know, I made a decision to ultimately go part-time with both businesses and then was able to generate enough revenue create enough relationships and build my direct selling business strong enough that I was able to leave. And for those of you out there that are listening and you know maybe this is something that resonates with you, I have one tip for you. It's going to be hard before the payoff. And what I mean by that is I had to get real strategic with time frame how I spent my time, where I was going to focus, because now I was building two businesses in a sense, or I should say I was working two jobs building one new business. And the leap was something that it wasn't as scary because I had a plan. And um, I was able to watch my business, Lisa, grow over the course of you know, 60 days, 90 days, and then a few more months till right around that six month marker, I was able to go a little bit more part time at Nordstrom, and then put more efforts into my business. So after about one year, I was able to completely leave. That's incredible. It's incredible. And it's inspiring. And I have a question that I haven't asked you yet. What do you think, um, or what were the first like sort of one or two big struggles that you had um, when you first started? Because, you know, you had never been in direct sales before and, Mm -hmm. you know, you were brand new to it. And I'm sure that you had some concerns or some struggles or some difficulties in the very beginning. What was the hardest thing for you to get control of? (laughs) Well, I'm laughing because I remember saying yes, that I was going to do this. And then it got down to printing out the papers following a success plan. And I remember thinking, oh, no, I don't really want to be the woman that's doing these outbound calls. And I had this like vision in my head of this woman running around like the trailer park or, you know, some kind of like where there's tons of places you could go with like a pack of cigarettes tucked up in a white t-shirt. Because I remember when I was a kid, the Avon lady would go door to door. And I started visualizing myself as that woman that was, you know, begging for sales. And I thought, oh my gosh, what have I done? People are going to wonder like, can Joan not get a real job? What's happened with her? So that was my first challenge, Lisa, right away was the confidence. I really was used to people obviously coming into my store, right? Working at Nordstrom, coming into the storefront and understanding that I was going to have to initiate the calls made me really uncomfortable right at first. So it sounds like it was a little bit of like fear of what other people were going to think of you. Like, oh my gosh, Joan isn't cutting it at her job, her day job. She's got to resort to running around the trailer park with her cigarettes and her 
Right. Uh, <laughs> I know. Which, by the way, I did not smoke, but that was the visual I had, you know? <laughs> I can really relate to that because, as you know, when I um, was first approached in network marketing and first joined, I was a practicing criminal defense attorney, and I really did think, like, oh my gosh, what are people going to think of me? They're going to think that I'm not getting any new clients or that I can't cut it as a lawyer. And so I think the fear of judgment, like Rob Sperry said this weekend in Utah at the event that we were at, the mastermind, as he says, fear of judgment of what other people are going to think of you is the mother of all fears, isn't it? And so it's interesting Mm -hmm. to me that that was your big fear. I mean, really, truly, I think anybody listening or you and I, we could both attest to the fact that when you're starting something new and maybe you're used to being proficient or successful or extremely successful at maybe what you're currently doing, there's going to be this insecurity that comes over you. And it's Something that I think every person that has never done network marketing or direct selling has to face. And it's actually one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about having crystal clear conversations with people about what really made them say yes. Because if you don't have a big enough reason for saying yes or something that is bigger than the fear, fear will get you every single time. Because trust me, I didn't, I, I mean, I wasn't struggling to pay my rent at that moment. So adding something new and the challenge of it, I could have easily just wiped my hands and said, you know what, no way, not me. And I am so glad I didn't. And I want to share one thing, Lise. There was one One thing that somebody shared with me right away, and she said, no matter what you decide, it was my best friend who sponsored me way back 2001 into the business. She said, Joni, no matter what you decide, just do it for 90 days and then make a decision if you really like it. In other words, get out of that. Uh, newness of being so uncomfortable before you decide if you really like it. That's interesting to me that she picked 90 days. Why do you think she picked 90 days, not 30 days or 60 days, right? Those, you know, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, I think her having some direct selling experience, most things begin to really take root in a 90-day period. We can see what we did in day 30 come to fruition in, you know, 60 and 90 days and so forth. So I think she also, from her own experience of setting people up for success, she'd had seven, eight years of building a successful team behind her. And, you know, she knew the people that got going and that were committed and stayed 90 days were more likely to continue going or at that point, at least have enough information to make a decision that would be right for them. Right. And and also gain some confidence in themselves and their abilities and all of that fun stuff, because nobody wakes up like a proficient expert network marketer. (laughs) No, (laughs) no. I mean, you and I have been doing this a while, and I think we still don't wake up, you know, just proficient. In fact, 
wouldn't wouldn't it be fair to say that right now I'm doing some things that are completely out of my comfort zone because things are evolving in the world. Technologies are evolving. Ways of doing business are evolving. And I think we just have to kind of lean into it and know that we're tweaking and trying different ways of doing business all the time. And then we get to decide what works rather than I'm a failure. I failed again. You know, I don't, I don't do that stuff. I just look at it like, well, okay, now I have a little more experience. Great. Now I know what went well, or now I know what didn't work. And then I just keep moving. And I think it's that um, drive to keep moving and to keep learning and to keep expanding your knowledge and, and of, of the profession and of yourself and where you're going that led you to say yes to a leadership mastermind in Dubai, right? And that's yeah. where you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice transition, oh, right? Good transition. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Um, I, hey, I, I, I'm a, I could talk all day about Dubai, but yeah. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit about it and how um, it sort of impacted what you're doing now, because that is the way yeah. that you and I met. Um, and then I'd love to talk about your upcoming course that you're offering and that I'll be taking. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it was um, Dubai was an interesting thing because I was actually coming to a close with my third direct selling company. So I, I built, now I'm in building, uh, I'm on the fourth direct selling company over the last 20 plus years of building in the field. And my, my third company, my decision was, you know, I was going to be transitioning over into working more with my flip the switch community and, and with the book I had written. And I wanted to be sure, Lisa, that I was able to really partner with my clients, with my leaders and different, you know, people that I've worked with in network marketing. And I thought, I'm not 100% sure that I'll go back and build again in the field. So going to Dubai was a little bit of a... Um, a decision that I weighed out after I said yes. I knew I wanted to go because I wanted to be in the company of these seven-figure earners. And I wanted to, you know, continue to put myself out there in positions of being able to serve, but also being able to be poured into. And I knew this was the place, but I did have reservations. Because, like I said, I was leaving one and the transition was a little bit challenging. However, I knew in my gut I was to go. And, of course, I came out of the elevator with my luggage. I'll never forget that day. And there was you and Tony, your husband, standing there. And immediately it was like, oh, gosh, you know, you're Lisa, you're Joan. And it was like you and I had connected just a minute or two before, you know, on Instant Messenger. And... I just felt like I know I'm going to really enjoy knowing this woman. And Dubai was amazing because not only was it a place where you and I connected on a deeper level, but we also, you and I connected with, you know, many different leaders from all around the world. And then, of course, one of my last days in Dubai, I sat next to John Melton, 
And John Melton had talked to me a little bit more about, well, why would you completely leave the field when you know you love team building and you're good at it and blah, blah. And ultimately, um, that has led to me building a fourth team within the industry. And Lisa, I'm so thrilled that you're on that team and we're just doing loads of things. In fact, this weekend, going to our first leader retreat with that company and Gosh, Dubai was one of those things where I can look back now and think if I hadn't have went to Dubai, the trajectory of my business and life would look very different today. And I want to say that to everybody out there listening, that sometimes risks that seem like, oh, I don't know if I should do it. I'm just going to say, take the risk. That's what entrepreneurs do. You know, they make fast decisions and usually they take more time after they've made a decision to change what they're doing. Meaning they'll make fast decisions, but they hold true and hang in with what they're doing. And again, evaluate along the way. But Lisa, I, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't have planned out the way my life was going to go. But I do pause and think if we hadn't have gone to Dubai or if I hadn't gone there, I would be in a very different direction. And I'm so thrilled with the direction that I am in able to do both my flip the switch and build still within the field. Talk to me about flip the switch. Um, I know that you I want the audience to be aware that you have a book um, it's actually right behind me. I'm going to grab it for because we are yeah. taping this. Yeah, I got it right here too. Woo! Yeah, I mean, this book when I read it was very um, helpful and in a lot of ways quite life changing. And it's not a book that you necessarily, you know, it's one of those books where you pick it up and you read a chapter, but then you have to stop and you have to digest it and you have to meditate on it and you have to think about it and reflect. Um, what led you to write this book and create this book? Yeah. Well, first off, what I can tell you, and I joke around about this, writing a book was not on my bucket list. In fact, quite honestly, I wouldn't even have had interest to do it. I mean, other than wanting to support people and get some things into print for those reasons, like a training manual or something, maybe. But writing a book was just not really on my list. And part of the reason why is because as a young person, I always joke around and say, you know, I paid people to write my papers and different things like that. But um, what led me to write it was one morning I was in prayer and meditation. And I just distinctly heard God say, I need you to help more people out of fear. And it was right around uh, 2020, I suppose is what it was that what it would have been. Yeah, right around 2020, when the elections had taken place, and COVID was in full bore. And you know, the world was in major fear. And I think it's still going on today. And flip the switch really evolved because the first part of the book, Lisa, is all about going to work on yourself. And of course, you know, because you've read the book, there's a chapter dedicated to mindset and fear, both separate chapters that I think not only does it help people understand the importance of having a strengthened mindset, 
and understanding that many of us live in fear on a daily basis. But I think the most important part that I wanted to get out there to people is I can help them overcome fear. I can help them overcome mindset challenges to become more of who they're created to be. And ultimately, the tag on my book is Ignite Transformational Change so you can live a life you love. And I don't think there's anybody that would say they want to live in fear, but yet it has become so many people's comfort zone. And looking to the outside world and then allowing the outside world to dictate how I feel, it's such a disadvantage to a human being. And my goal of this book, and of course, there's a lot of different things in there, but my main goal was helping people flip the switch. So really, if you think about a dark room, Lisa, trying to find a set of keys in a dark room, it's kind of hard. You know, you'd be down on your hands and knees trying to feel for it. It's very limited when things are dark. So picture that as the worst fear. You know, fear paralyzes people. It keeps people in dark rooms. It makes them want to go back to bed. It freaks them out. They don't want to go out of their house. All different kinds of levels of fear. And they don't even have to be that extreme. It could hold you back from going on an airplane to Dubai, let's say. Because certainly that was not advised by my, you know, loved ones, let's say, at that moment. But I'm a person that believes I'm going to lean into fear. I'm not going to resist it. In fact, I'm going to thank the fear for what it teaches me. And I'm going to move through it and grow through it. And oftentimes I'm going to do it afraid because that. And only that action will help fear subside. And I'm not going to be living in fear. And I knew that God knew I was up for the challenge to help more people out of fear. Yeah, I love I love how you talk about acknowledging becoming aware of your thought, whether that's a fear based thought, you know, whatever it is, become aware and then consciously flip it and choose a more empowering, more high vibration thought. Yeah, right. Because here's the deal. The majority of people, if you think of driving a car, I want you to, this is a real easy analogy for people to understand. If you're driving a car and you're looking in the rear view mirror at yesterday, how proficient is a person at getting to the destination of today? Not very. In fact, most people, you know, think 65,000 to, you know, 80,000 thoughts per day. And much of those fears are, or much of those thoughts are fears and repeat thoughts from yesterday. And we operate in this autopilot. Like if you and I were to drive to the grocery store, we could be talking on the phone the whole way there and barely even, you know, paying attention to where we were going because we know how to get there. We're programmed. We know where we're going. But my point is, if I'm constantly looking at yesterday and what didn't work or the fears of yesterday in the rearview mirror, I'm not going to get very far ahead toward the destination of today. 
And, you know, I think helping people realize we don't have to stay stuck in the problem. We don't have to keep talking about it over and over. We can get it out. I think it's important. I don't live my life with not a, you know, problem or challenge that comes my way. But how long do we want to stay there? And I can also say in my young 20s, I was a woman that stayed stuck in relationships, stayed stuck and, you know, thought it was his problem, not my problem. You know, I didn't have a lot of ownership until I became aware of my power of choice to choose the way that I think and stop and actually choose a different thought that makes me feel good, makes me feel empowered versus staying in a lack-based mentality. So that that's pretty much how Flip the Switch came about. And it's just truly helping people get unstuck in a much more quickly or much more quickly, uh, more proficient manner. Yeah. And I want to mention, I want to make sure that, that you guys, as you're listening to this, I want to make sure you understand that the Flip the Switch book and Facebook community um, really, I think direct selling, network marketing and entrepreneurship is almost secondary to really your message because this book and your community and your morning mindset on Monday and Friday, you do not even have to be involved in network marketing or sales to benefit right. on an extremely deep level. And so I want to encourage all of you guys listening to tune in on Monday mornings and Friday mornings. It's seven o'clock in the morning um, Pacific time. And of course, 10 o'clock Eastern time. They're not recorded, which I think is a good thing. Are they? Yeah. Well, actually, I have started recording some, Lisa, because so many people have been wanting to take part. So I am recording some and I'm uploading those to my YouTube channel, which is just same Joan Robinson, uh, you know, or at Joan Robinson. Geez, I don't know all these different handles. But um, if you go to YouTube, you'll see some that say morning mindset. But again, you don't have to be in network marketing. I mean, this really is helping people develop themselves, right? And I think the easiest way to say it is overcoming the challenges that they're facing today. Some are very individual, you know, some are common challenges, but we're giving them the tools on these calls and, of course, within the book um, to get out of it. Because that's the biggest thing I found. Most people, it's not that they want to stay stuck. It's not that they want to be lonely. It's not that they don't want to find that perfect partner or that they don't want to have a successful business. If you ask them, they'd say, yeah, I do. But they don't realize. They're not aware of how their mind is taking them down a rabbit trail that just isn't serving them. So... I became probably, you know, in the last 10 years, especially overly passionate about studying the mind and how we work, but bringing it back to my listeners and people that follow me and my team members in the simplest of ways, because most people today, if I can give them three simple steps or, you know, here's what you do, boom, you're on your way they're going to be way more willing to do it than some scientific study that you got to spend all this time and blah, blah, blah. All the studies are there. I mean, 
there's tons of things out there and there's a lot of people that teach it. But my goal, again, is to teach it in the simplest of ways that give people tools that they can start using today to flip the switch. Speaking of tools that people can use today, I want to let the audience know that, you know, if you really need a hit of dopamine, I think it is that the feel good yeah. thing, <laughs> or if you need to really flip the switch immediately and you do not have time to read a chapter, I want to draw you guys' attention to her Ignite Your Light Mindful Moment cards. These cards uh-huh. are, are not only are they fun, but you can literally just take the deck of cards, fan it out, pick one that you're drawn to and receive the message that um, Joan has on that card in a very specific, tangible way to really flip your mindset for the entire day. And you can meditate on that message for the whole day. I found those to be extremely helpful and I'm even using them with my kids and they're their friends when they come to the house. Who needs a card today? Who needs a card? You know, so it's, yeah, been, I know, right? <laughs> it's been really fun. And you can get those on her website, joanrobison.com. So before I let you go, you've been so generous with your time. Um, I do want to talk to you a little bit about the coaching course that's coming up on July mm-hmm. 6th. How can people find out more about that? How can they get involved? And but, And I just want to let you know, Everything that Joan does is a safe space, okay? We do not allow recruiting. Yeah, no, 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 no. So, well, interesting, Lisa, that you should ask me about the coaching course because, you know, first off, you were involved in my Fearless You, Fearless Leader course. And what I have really come to find out is, Going out and asking my people within the teams I work with, the companies I consult for, you know, just across the entire channel, what do people really need? And what it came down to was people really want to know how to work with their people in an effective way that they can help develop leaders And I think right now, leadership is one of those things where network marketing companies, they've got great success plans to get people started in the business basics, but their time usually isn't spent on really programs that help develop people and leadership qualities. So the course that I put together is called the coaching course. And it literally, Lisa, is a blueprint of what I've done over the past 20 years to build leaders. And, you know, coming up this June 22nd, um, I am going to be doing a free webinar and I have titled the webinar, just so everybody knows, um, discover three proven secrets to build more leaders that actually want to build a business. And then the three secrets I'll cover on the webinar are really identifying who to spend your time with. So you're not wasting precious time because that's where I think people just get exhausted. You know, they're like, Joan, she won't call me back. She won't. And I have the, I have the answer to that. Secret number two is uncovering the simplest questions to enroll more business builders, you know, people that really want to do a business. And it doesn't matter. It's at whatever level is right for them. 
Um, and then number three, the last secret is really the easiest way to create urgency and action without feeling pushy. And again, this is huge because most of the people that I coach with, when they first come to me, they'll say things like, yeah, you know, it feels a little awkward to go out now and ask them if they want to, let's say, advance in rank. And I say, well, tell me why it feels awkward. And what I have found, Lisa, is that the majority of people don't connect on a level of knowing what their people truly want. Because the first thing most people go to and they're taught this way is, hey, what's your goal? But a goal comes after the passion and desire. And I think even you and I, one of the coolest conversations I'll always remember was you and I in that cab or wherever the heck we were going. And I leaned over to you and said, well, what do you really want to do with your business? And you said, you know, I want to make 50 grand a month and I want to do these things. And I, you know, have a house on the hill in mind. You and I've talked about the pictures and then even more specifics. You've got four kids. College is a priority. You know, coming into some of these things that are meaningful to the person, but most people just aren't trained. They don't know how to ask those things without feeling pushy. And I would say the reason why they feel pushy is because they just haven't made the time to actually have quality conversations that ask a lot of questions. And people are going to learn all that on the coaching course and more. Yeah, it's just, it's an, it's a fascinating way to approach it. And it makes the um, people on your team really feel seen and heard. And it really, I believe it helps them understand why it is they're really doing what they're doing. Not like this big um, elusive why. If I had simply said to you, well, I have four kids and college is important. That's like barely scratching the surface if at all, on why I do what I do. Right. Um, and so these this course is going to help so many people, not just the leader, but the person mm-hmm. trying to decide whether to join the team, the person trying to rank up, the person who, yeah. you know, may be in fear, but really does want to work their business. So it's really a blessing for, for everybody involved. And how long is the course? What, you know, how many times a week, things like so, that? Yeah. So for a little bit more information, of course, you could go to joanrobison.com backslash course and you'll see the coaching course. It'll be up there. The sales page will be there. But the course itself is six weeks. And I prefer to do my training courses live so that I can interact with my people, be present, and really support them and help them along the way. It also allows me time to read their body language and see, are they absorbing this? Is Are they picking up what I'm putting down? And of course, even just asking questions and allowing the participation. I think people learn more when there's other people that are like-minded that want the same things they want. Um, One of the things I'll also tell you about the course and why I'm so passionate is, you know, when I uncovered these coaching skills and I, 
you know, took a course, became certified through the DSWA. Um, my business, Lisa, 3 x it really did. I mean, it went from being a pretty good business to we're now blowing it out of the water. We're sponsoring more people than we've ever sponsored. We're ranking up. We are offering every person every time because we're using questions that we're confident. We, you know, as a team, I was able to be, to train what I learned. And that's my, my biggest hope too, is that those people that choose to take the course, invest six weeks this summer, boy, they're going to come into the fall season. And if they have the desire to blow their business right out of the water, this is a course they definitely want to be on. Yeah, for sure. Investing in yourself is an amazing way to grow um, your confidence and your leadership skills and, of course, your business. So I have a question, a quick question for you before I let you go. Yeah. Just off the top of your head, and I know that you're not prepared for this necessarily, but how many, I know it's got to be double digit, but how many six-figure earners have you (laughs) have you created? Yeah. Well, here's what I would say. Okay. Cause that's a, that's a loaded question, but I'll, I'll say this within my team in 2021, I believe it was, we developed 21, isn't that funny? 21 six figure earners. Now this doesn't mean that they were my own personal recruits. This is within my team members and taking these skills and then I have a group coaching platform that really, this is the same stuff we're going to learn in the coaching course, but I was able to work with these individuals that really wanted to go to the next level. And we create the plan and the, you know, we're checking the pulse and over a 90 day period, um, you know, promotions, sponsoring, retention. I mean, all the numbers just go into double and triple digits, believe it or not. And I would have to say that over the course of 20 years, I mean, it's hundreds, hundreds, because not only do I work with my own team members, but I work with a lot of people that have hired me that are not on my team. And even when I do consulting with companies, I've actually partnered with companies to help them develop a similar program that I do to support that growth. So it's pretty, pretty exciting, though, because there are a lot of people, Lisa, like yourself and and many other people that I met along the way that they really want a six or even seven figure income and they find themselves sort of stuck or plateaued at a certain level and they begin implementing these coaching calls and the skills and they're like, Oh my gosh, it's not hard, but I just didn't know. And I have to just say, since we're talking about this, you just told me something this morning that you did. So tell the group, because this is the kind of thing that I love people to share because this is it in action. I mean, you're seeing it. Tell them what you did. Well, I have I have some incredible people on my team, but there are there are three women in particular who um, really have just this desire to go to the next level. And so, you know, I took some of the coaching advice 
that you've been teaching me and I implemented it for the first time and connected with two out of the three. I just haven't had the call yet with the third one um, and gave them the Joan treatment. (laughs) No, no, no. I just asked the questions that I've been now taught. If you're not aware, then you just don't know to do it. But once you become aware of what to ask, how to ask, how to keep following up with questions Uh to dig a little bit deeper, because both you, me, the leader, and them, the person that I'm coaching, um, we're going to have a much deeper connection as friends, as teammates, as partners in business. And and most importantly, as friends, right? But right, um, and it helps me understand what they want, so that mid month when they're feeling stuck, I can go back and I don't have to call them and be like, "Hey, so how's volume? Yeah. I know how volume right. is. Volume's down, but you don't know right. what to say. You don't know how to check in. They feel like you're being pushy. They feel guilty. They see your phone number popping up, and they don't want to get on the phone with you because they feel bad because they haven't been doing the do right. Right. But in this but, way, yes. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, in, in this way, I don't have to do any of that. I can pick mm-hmm. up the phone and give a call and say, so that trip to Italy that you want to take with your kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, and here's what I love about what you're sharing is when we know what people want, what their big vision is, and sometimes when people join like a direct selling company, They don't have some big mammoth vision. I mean, some people join for the products. Some people join because they would, you know, they'll put it out there. I want to make two, three hundred extra dollars. But the gals that you're talking about right now, Lisa, these three key people, these are people that are interested more in a leadership or, you know, they want to move up the ranks. But the only reason why you would know that is because you've learned through working with me, how to identify those people. And we're that's actually the very first session is who to work with and how to identify them. What are some of those clues that I look at and that you look at to know that? And then the next step is what are they willing to do to get there? And then we combine a little bit of training with, you know, with whatever system the company uses and coaching and we ask them the questions. So by the time you get off a call with somebody, if you're taking notes, which I always do with my coaching clients, I know where they're going this month, what they want to accomplish, how much money they want to make or, you know, what they're strive for and settle for goal is. And then I'm able to do what you just said, mid-month check in and be like, hey, Lise, how are things going? And then just listen. And then if they are down, like you said, hey, you know what? I know you've got that trip to Italy. You know, you've got it planned. Let's talk a little bit more about what you're going to do. Get them re-engaged, re-excited. And those are the kind of things that help people maintain consistency. And by working with a coach, which I believe every direct selling leader has to have coaching abilities 
to really develop leaders. If you don't, you won't because these are partnerships and we'll go into more of it at some other time or within the course, Lisa, but the good news too is that not everybody on your teams have to be coached with, but I do believe that when you bring people in, it's, it's the most vulnerable time for them, right? They're brand new. They need the connection with that supportive upline. They need to know, um, the, the upline needs to know how they can best support them. So they're using that coaching skill there. And then that emerging leader, somebody that wants to, like you're saying, move up the ranks and the in-betweens, hey, you love them all but you don't have to work with them all in the same capacity because I'm going to help each person that's in those co- that, that joins the coaching course to identify who to work with and how to do it. Right. So, right. yeah. Joan, thank you yeah. so much. I'm so glad that you came on and um, talked to the audience and shared some of your tips and some of your wisdom and, um, I'd love to have you back when you launch a new course at the, in the fall, I'm assuming, yeah, <laughs> or in the winter. Right. I know you're always on the go, but so tell us lastly, where they can find the flip the switch community. I know that Joan is on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram, but what about the flip the switch community? Yeah. So the flip the switch community is a Facebook group and it is simply flip the switch community you can find it in your groups on facebook i can provide to lisa the link if we want to do that um i'll share that with you and uh we'll go from there but that is a great place for people to be in a community of people that are striving to flip the switch sharing their tips and tricks and of course i go live in there and and do giveaways and different things are announced, but more than anything, just some positive reinforcement to get you into that solution mode. So thank Thank, you, Lisa, for having me. For more information on the Direct AF Sales book or custom dice course or workbook, go on over to directafsales.com. There's going to be a discount code for all the listeners there. It's code DIRECTAF20 and grab yours today. Thanks for listening to today's show. Please leave me a review. Make sure you subscribe and even better, share it with a friend so that we can share our message and our content and help as many people as we can. Thanks, guys.